Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves through the media we care about. My name is Josue Cardona. I'm joined by Link Keller. Hello. And Laura Taylor. Hey there. Anybody here burnt out or Ooh, exhausted? Me. me. Pick me. <laughs> it's me. I'm, I am. Are you burnt out? I'm, I'm pretty burnt out. Um, I'm less burnt out than I was six months ago. Well, I'm happy for you. <laughs> I'm so exhausted. <laughs> I I I burnt out harder than I think I ever have. Um recently. And but it, it's like it's obviously it's obviously the accumulation of it, right? It's like stuff stuff um filled the cup and it uh way too much too many things came uh in at once um it was overflowing it was too much it spilled it's like over someone shook up the soda and poured it, was, it into your cup <laughs> yeah yeah it was not it was surprising almost like how how hard i felt <laughs> um how burnt out i was um am i'm still i'm still uh I, th- I think I think it it's hit people in different ways at different times, but um, yeah, and I mean it, that kind of just affects everything, which is the you get, you kind of try to keep going and um, and so Link, you want you chose this 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 uplifting, <laughs> joyful topic today. Why why exactly? <laughs> well, uh, so um. We we take turns picking topics mm-hmm. on GT Radio. Um, there's three of us. We take turns. It's rotating. That gives you a couple of weeks to plan your next topic of choice. And you know, sometimes we keep it uh, loosey goosey and go for you know current events. And sometimes uh, returning to old favorites. Um, but generally speaking, we're we're trying to do you know the the geek therapy method. We're we're talking about media we care about and celebrating how it helps us better understand ourselves and other people. And to be entirely honest, I have not felt celebratory in a long time. And every time it has been my turn to pick a topic, I have uh, struggled to pick something. Um, because I'll have ideas, you know, as I'm scrolling through Twitter or watching TikToks or whatever, I see things all the time, media that I have a strong emotional response to and I want to talk about it. It'd be something interesting to talk about it. But it is frequently uh, upsetting, rage-inducing, um, extremely depressing. And that is, that's not the vibe. That's not the vibe that we're going for here. Um, not, you know, not that we're always 100% positivity, because that can be pretty toxic too. But that's not, that's not what I want to bring. Um, but it has been really hard lately. I feel, not lately, this past two years, honestly, I was having, you know, a series of unfortunate events before COVID happened. So I, I never really got opportunity to sit down and reflect and process all of the series of shit that was happening and then covid and individually there there have been you know moments where i've been okay and i've felt fine but overwhelmingly um it has been awful uh and traumatizing and i feel like i have not gotten the chance to Oh god, I keep seeing these these jokes on on Twitter, people posting memes about like ha ha uh you know we're 3 months away from 2022 and I'm still processing March 2020 and it's like ha ha a joke, but I'm like I feel that way sometimes. Like when it's like, "Oh, yeah, that was, you know, a a year and 6 months ago that we went into our first lockdown and at the time, it was you know scary, and we didn't know what to expect, and we didn't know how long it would last. And now, many things have changed, but many things are still the same. We don't know how long it's going to last. There's so much uncertainty about it. It's awful. 
and uh i'm i am burnt out i i am burnt out i'm i am exhausted and um i tried to come up with another idea for a topic this week but um i think uh i was speaking with Josue and had the realization that i think that we just we need to talk about it avoiding it isn't going to make it any easier for me um so yeah remember two weeks ago remember two weeks ago when i had an idea and then when we showed up i was like yeah i'm just angry and i wanted to talk about how angry i am and i I think we better not record Mm -hmm, because (laughs) i'm angry about my job i'm angry about uh at the world and um i don't think i don't think this is going to end up as something that i would i would uh would be beneficial to anybody (laughs) it was was, uh and so we didn't even record that night um one thing one thing you just said makes me i hadn't thought about i hadn't thought about how hard it is to be optimistic right now and like we just did the 10th anniversary a couple months ago and there was like momentum and I've been thinking about like why it was so hard to keep celebrating and like keep moving forward. And I think, I think this, this is probably a big part of it. I think it's, it's a combination of things, right? It's, I have media examples that I'll, that I'll bring up. <laughs> I will start with, uh, uh, Brooklyn nine, nine. <laughs> Y'all remember when we talked about Brooklyn Nine-Nine last year and, and it was like, I wonder how they're going to come back. What are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine came back and it God, is That seems weird. so fucking long ago. It was a long time ago. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine so is back long. and it is so weird. I remember saying, um, in light of George Floyd's murder, there's no way, like, what are they going to do? Are they just going to come back and just pretend like nothing happened? Or are they going to come back and like all quit and be social workers? I still, I still wish if I could, if I could do a yeah. genie wish is undo mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nine Nine from being a show about cops to being a show about post office workers. <laughs> you can have the same characters, nearly yeah. the same situations, perfect. You can even use a lot of the same sets. Like it's right there, and it's not cops. So, so have have either of you seen? Uh, the new the the new season. I haven't no? watched any. Brooklyn so Nine-Nine. so uh, so so the show. In so the I first, don't have to be disappointed. Like no, you are. but <laughs> but this is just an example of how weird it is, right? Because it's pretending, it's trying to be what it was before, mm-hmm. but also it can't be. And so in the first episode, Rosa quits. Rosa Rosa is no longer a cop, and they're definitely moving towards way more. Um, road trip episodes and private life stuff they're moving away from that and the police it's in the in the police office themselves they're like they're trying to run a program to you know reform police policing throughout the city but they they're still cops and they're still policing and there's there's it's still a comedy show so like trying to grapple with those ideas and be funny there was one episode (sighs) where they had a moment where like they have a speech where they're like speaking against police brutality and then they had to follow it up with a joke because it's a sitcom and Mm -hmm. it feels like I, this, the show cannot survive after this season because it just feels too weird, you know? And I feel it watching that show feels like living right now. (laughs) It's like, it's weird, especially right now, everybody having to go back to work. The filter you know, to the office. is just like off. Like it's the world, but like some filter is... But it, it's like, yeah. oh, you know, let's celebrate coming back to the office. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You want to pretend like nothing happened. You literally want to go back to how things were before. You cannot. It's impossible. It's impossible. Right? And like, we've talked... And it's, it's, it's so many little things, right? Like last week... A few days ago, Shang-Chi came out. I bought tickets. I couldn't go. I didn't do it because we're like, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. And like, I used to get sick all the time. I'm, I, I don't want to get sick. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. want to take a chance. Like this stuff is still happening. Um, 
I was I was gonna go to Gen Con with with uh, with uh, a lot of friends, uh, GT friends. I can't. I just like I, I just had a conversation with Woody. Was like I was like I can't. I can't do it. We, I was surprised you got the tickets in the first place. <laughs> I'm see, but I didn't because you try to be hopeful, right? It's right. like you're thinking there was like in California at least there was like a two week window of hope. Maybe like it was great. Everything was wonderful, and then. And then it all hit the fan. No mass and Delta at the same time, just like, yeah. and, like and blew yeah. away all the plans. Everyone had moved summer plans to fall. Fuck that. We might should, probably should have just done it in summer. Yeah. Like, like, like you were saying like, oh yeah, no, like March 2022. And it's like, well, what happened in March 2020? <laughs> we haven't finished processing that. It, it feels like that, right? It's like, oh, okay, no. By September, by September, we'll be good. You know, it's like, no, September is here. And uh, yeah, no, I don't, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> September. It's September, by the way. It's September. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah. this is bir- quarantine birthday number two <laughs> mm-hmm. for me. <gasps> yeah. Yep. Yeah. But it's, it's that weirdness, right? It's like, oh, no, no, like things are, no- it's like things aren't back to normal and we haven't talked about it and we haven't, like, had another family member die of COVID two weeks ago. Like this stuff is still happening, you know, and we hospitalizations are up. People are getting sick plus all the other stuff. Um, There's, oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine has been the one show so far where it just feels it's off. Like I really, I really liked the way that, um, um, uh, this is us went mm-hmm. with it like they did something very very uh it was impressive to me where they basically just re- rewrote right the beginning of the next season to be like oh okay like let's just let's just add the the pandemic on top of all of the drama pretty, that we have pretty, pretty much the same plot but then yeah they were just like let's it. acknowledge mm-hmm. it let's have it be on top of everything else right so we which, also have the which pandemic that is like so much media reflecting reality right because that is what we're dealing with it's like we still have all of the normal life problems Mm -hmm. plus on top of it Mm -hmm. plus (laughs) this fancy fun pandemic to add a little pizzazz yeah Ah. yeah 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 and and it's i appreciated that because it was like oh yeah no like this is that feels real. That feels like they acknowledge it and they just, again, add it on top of it. And and that, it felt great. And I was surprised to see like the show come back and they kind of just did like slight retconning where they were like, the last scene that you saw was right at the beginning of 2020. And, and, and so they, they hadn't talked about COVID, but it was on the news, you know, it was just... Mm-hmm. Like, like no, it really was in in real life, yeah. Yeah, like some of us were like, "What? COVID? What is this? What's this thing? Get out yeah. of here! It's not gonna, it's not gonna affect us here." Yeah. And and then, yeah, it's it's um. Well, and it's it is interesting to see the way like media addresses it. Like, I am a huge medical drama procedural person. Mm-hmm. I watch Grey's Anatomy. I watch Chicago Med. Chicago Med, they're projecting where they thought. This, this last season that they did all during the pandemic, they were projecting where they thought we would be. Wearing masks when they were out in, in the public with, with people, occasionally going into the hospital and, like, you get tested and then you don't have to wear a mask inside, all of that. Grey's Anatomy went all in. Um, they had a s- episode that now ha- it has impact, but less impact now that we know that people are still getting covid with the vaccine, but they finally, they had an episode where they had finally, I think it was, they were the season finale. They were going through different months of the year and they went through the part where they were giving medical workers the vaccine and they were crying and I was crying and it was a wonderful episode. Um, and some of the ways they were able to keep, I think you don't want to pay your actors and then cover their faces all the time. So they worked around that by giving them like hazmat suits that you could like see their faces through. Um, but they covered it all. People screaming about the COVID isn't real. They covered anti-vaxxers. They covered all kinds of stuff. And it'll be interesting to see how that plays out with both of those shows in the next season. Um, that's coming up pretty soon. 
I think how many of these shows are gonna show what we're talking about, where it's like the long-term effects, you know? Um, One of the characters in Grey's Anatomy, especially being a healthcare worker, but I think it was also could be applied in general. She was just like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And she just like froze during medical procedures and just like one, it stayed in bed for a couple weeks because it had been too too much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I am, I am furious about, the the return to office um stuff i know a lot of people are um <sighs> for a number of reasons <laughs> for a number of reasons but um but i think i think it, in general it's just that right like the the pretending or or the or the they're even just the wanting to right it's like like we 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 haven't talked about this in a while Right, we haven't had a, like a like a retrospective to look back. Link, you're 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 listening to some of the older episodes, right? And you're hearing uh, the old us <laughs> thinking about what the future might be and like how we were handling it then. Any any thoughts on that? <laughs> I mean, I can't speak to you know your guys's uh, internal experience, but I can, I can hear the hope leak out of my body over time. (laughs) Just, uh, you know, that, that high pitch sound of when you have a a balloon and you stretch the mouth open. So it comes out real. (laughs) Yeah. That, that's, (laughs) that's all the optimism having left my body. That's not true. I'm, I, I still, have hope. I'm not completely hopeless. Um, which maybe in of itself is a, a good sign from where I was two years ago, um, unmedicated. I am doing better now, but I am exhausted. And it has been so long. Uh, and it just, it feels like there, we haven't caught a break in, in so long. Um, listening to those those earlier in the pandemic episodes and and us you know foolishly hoping like oh yeah this is just gonna be a couple weeks a couple months maybe maybe to the end of the year i I don't know did i ever say that i don't i don't know that we ever straight up like made calls like that but Mm -hmm. you could definitely tell like there was a point where we were like this isn't a forever thing and at some point none of us believed that anymore (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah yeah there's that that um that trend on tiktok where um like hr comes to the employees like hey guess what we're coming back to the office and and the employee's like finally and like oh you're excited about it it's like no i quit um, <laughs> there's a comic uh, artist i follow on twitter who did it was a, a like a zoom meeting and yeah. the main character is like hey everybody's so excited next week we're gonna start coming into the office part-time and it's like oh wait uh family why are you why are you taking control of this the screen share i didn't you're not on the schedule and it's just typing in like in a notepad big <laughs> i quit and then her, her leaving the house <laughs> and I'm just, i related to that so deeply even though i'm not working at an office job have not for a very long time at this point uh, but that feeling of, I guess, it, particularly managers being just like, we did it, guys. We made it through the hard stuff. And now it's back to normal. And it's like, come back. Back to normal a- does, it doesn't exist anymore. I mean, not, I don't know that it, conceptually it's ever existed, but like individually and culturally, we really need to grapple with this because we can't go back. I was I was in a meeting earlier today where um it was uh, they said oh for um I mentioned that you know our team shouldn't come back to the should have more flexibility um to work from home uh and they were told oh yes uh write up a proposal and 
so uh, this person said so. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm. Gonna, I propose you know, I don't come back into the office. Is <laughs> it? I'm going to propose you know at least two two days from home, and you know uh, that we've demonstrated that we are uh, you know that we worked well from home. I was like, we worked better from home. Like, don't like that's a, that's the part that bugs me. It's like the they don't want to acknowledge the fact that things were just fine for a lot of people, right? Sure, so some industries can't, but some can. It's also, it's also like not only are things still bad, but the things that for some people were good, you can't, you can't, you also can't keep them. We need to, we're taking those back. One of the, one of the few things that gave people relief, again, this isn't across the board, this doesn't apply to everybody, but in the cases that it did, why are you taking it away? And why do you not want to acknowledge that you're taking it away and it, it, it's bothering people? That's why I appreciate what my company has been doing um we have dedicated to doing telehealth forever um like we have actual clinics i work in a clinic um i have not been in person in a year and a half we were supposed to go back you know last week um but that wasn't going to happen and now they've now they've said we're not going back until there's a bunch of criteria and they're doing it county by county and if i wanted to I could go back in and be in the office by myself, um, which I plan to if a heat wave hits. But any person who does not want to go back into the office can be shifted to a virtual clinic and work remotely indefinitely. And those of us in the clinics, um, in the physical clinics, are going to have some flexibility to work half days or a certain number of days at home. Um but it it's uh, it, it it bothers. I, I was doing telehealth ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Ariel, who does our Disney podcast, like she she has a practice completely virtual. There's never that woman I will still, never walk I, into I, a clinic. I again. still want to go back. In, I still want to go back into the clinic. I but that's cool that you have an option, <laughs> right? And like the, the the thing is like all of the oh, there's criteria, and then there's this, and then there's that. It's like there's room for both. Um, exactly, and, and that's not, what my company's doing, right? You if you don't want to, you can be a remote therapist and work from home remotely but it took a pandemic to do this kind of stuff right like like i'm not mm, trying to yeah. take away mm-hmm. from like sure there are companies that are doing it worse um but but it's just it's another one of those things where it's like things had to get really bad for some things uh, some conversations to happen and and some people are benefiting and some people are not mm-hmm. it's it's frustrating now to yeah, like you see, like there's the great resignation, and there's companies who are going all remote, and companies who were struggling because they don't want to do that. And I don't know, there's just still the unemployment and just things sucking. And I don't mm-hmm. know, it's hard to. So many people are like, I don't like again. The world still sucks. Like things aren't necessarily better, and and things are still pretty bad. And there are long term effects of this, and and. What what else? I don't I don't know. Like I don't know how to. I don't know what the what examples there are, of. Who's processing this? Who's trying to? Who's doing it? <laughs> who's going through this? Who's handling it well? What where's the model to follow? <laughs> Point them out to me, please. I'm like I would like I would like to talk to them. Um. Like was it what what did the vice article say? Okay, yes, let's talk about that. Okay, so uh posted today on Vice an article by Shayla Shayla Love. Shayla Love. Shayla sorry, I was scrolling. Shayla Love. Uh it is titled We're All Burnt Out and Exhausted. It doesn't mean we're not resilient. The subheader is resilience isn't a trait you have, it's something you do, and feeling negative emotions or relying on others can be part of it. Um, A lot of this article is talking about what we're talking about, where it's just we haven't had an opportunity to cope 
with all of the stuff that has happened and it just it keeps happening and and it's like the second you feel like you start to get a handle on something it's another 10 things show up um and you know coming from media psychology background uh positive psychology is a big aspect of that resilience is one of the major foundational ideas of positive psychology um however resilience is very much aimed towards the concept of recovering after mm-hmm. a traumatic event is very much uh framed around uh, PTSD most you know originally um it has come to mean broader things but resilience doesn't apply here because we're not we're not past it and and we're we're still in it and so it is the the behaviors and actions and steps that we would take normally after a traumatic event. You take these steps, reaching out to your community, getting help from doctors, uh, you know, personal things, journaling, self-care, that, that kind of stuff. Those are all useful skill sets. Once that, the that support traumatic event resi- is over. <laughs> that support resiliency. But again, it it has it it after the event, if you are still in the event, that that's not resiliency, that's coping. That is just mm-hmm. how are you coping? That's survival. And the answer is not well. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. The beginning of the record is like pushing through. <laughs> yeah, and that that has been you know, t- capitalism. America, work ethic, say what you will, it, there has very much been a a cultural push of like, just just keep going, we're all going to get through this, just keep going, and all I can think about is all those dead people, all of those families who didn't get to have a funeral because of COVID, all of those, you know, s- several of them in my close fa- friend group, family group, haven't been able to you know, grieve losses due to COVID, due to other unrelated things. Um, and and it's just, how do, how do we cope with that? How, <laughs> one of my very close dear friends, her father passed away right, right before, uh, you know, in F- February, 2020, right before we went into lockdown. And they didn't, they didn't get an opportunity to do a family memorial, even though they wanted to. And they started planning one together. And then there were this a bunch of COVID outbreaks. And so they canceled all of the plans. And they've had, you know, an a year anniversary and two Father's Days since then. And and she's like, I don't, I still don't know how to how to deal with this. And it, you know, obviously. You don't get a lot of practice losing a parent, but is that how how can you tell? Is like is this just like normal grief, or is this something is you know is something wrong? Is is this something bad? And I can't help but feel that because society has been pushing this like just keep going, like just keep pushing through it, like all of these things, all of these traumas we're not getting to process and. There, there's, there's going to be a big paycheck at some point. <sighs> I do like the framing of the article. It's like people aren't like right. The, the point is to see resilience as as a as an act and as a process, right? Not to. Not a, that some it, people are more yeah, resilient than others. Not a, a than, state than of others. who you not are. A trait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, positive set. psychology. Yeah. Positive psychology. Also, a, a big concept in there is thriving. This idea. Um, the way I always like to, like Seligman described it once in a, in a talk is like, like regular like treatment is always taking you from you know like negative ten to zero. Once you're at zero, <laughs> you're you're discharged and you're good to go. But positive psychology looks at the possibility of going from zero to plus 10. It's like, hey, we're thriving. We're doing better. Um, there's also... <sighs> I Did you send me this TikTok um, uh, link? Probably. It said... Probably. 
<laughs> it was probably it was probably you. Um, I think it was someone said uh, like TikTok is my coping. <laughs> <laughs> trauma isn't the only uh, like trauma isn't just what you lost. It's also what you didn't get a like what you never got a chance to to have. It was something like that, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's that it's like there were so many opportunities and so many things that we didn't get to do right like even that idea of like being able to thrive um how many more people didn't get a chance to to do that where thriving could mean like more social interaction and more just fun stuff and feeling safe and feeling comfortable and not having like all those things add up there are there are things that you can very specifically look at as has losses as something that you you no longer have but there's also a lot of stuff that we didn't get to do that we could have done um or, or we expected to do or we would have liked to do otherwise or the that loss we no of longer the future we could have had yeah. yeah 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 grieving you know the expectations we had whether they were conscious or not um recognizing that a lot of ideas about you know our life and where our life is going um, we've just had to deal with like that. That's not gonna happen anymore. Gotta come up with some new ideas, I guess. Is it, do either of you feel? Because there, there's obviously life is suffering, <laughs> right? It just it just is. Um, but this is like a collective, right? We've talked about this being in the past. How it is like a collective trauma, and I think mm-hmm. I think. Like, like when you were talking about your company, uh, uh, Lara, like, like I get, I get upset and I'm not upset at you. Right. It's like, I'm upset at the fact that like, we're all going through stuff, but what bugs me is the pretending of it. Right. I think, I think it's, I think it's partially kind of what you were saying at the beginning link. Right. It's like, it's hard to be celebratory. Right. When that's what we're here for, we're trying to do that. But like, None of us are celebrating. <laughs> I don't know. Or like we all know that that's not the that's not the mood. Um and but we're all pretending like we're trying to move forward. Like it it feels so I don't know if it's like inauthentic. It's like we're all lying to each other. Like we're all pretending and a part of that really really bothers me. <laughs> um I don't know exactly why, but it bugs I, me so I know so, some so people much. who are not pretending. They are celebrating. They are out there traveling the country, traveling the world, uh, having parties, uh, living it up. And they might be, they're not pretending, but they're fooling themselves, possibly. <laughs> like, I think that's the. I mean, the key. I mean, also, some people are way better off, um, you know, than, than other mm-hmm. people. There's, oh, yeah. um, yeah. Even, even, even within the three, you know, between the three of us, like there are levels. I think, I think all of this has affected us in compl- in very different ways. Mm-hmm. Like we each have a list of the ways this has affected us, and they're all very different. Um, I, I've, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's there's something to be said about focusing on you know, the positive things and being grateful for whatever breaks you can get and whatever positive choices people are making, you know, as is the case of, of, you know, Lara's work, allowing people to make their own choices for what suits their needs, which honestly should be the baseline. But it makes sense to be very grateful for that because we hear regularly, frequently, so many places where that does not happen where you you don't get those choices um and typically traditionally coming from again positive psychology focusing on gratitude is so important so good for your mental health such a a positive way to re-engage with you know yourself and the people who are close to you and really you know focus on the things that matter most to you but those that that takes energy that takes work mm-hmm. and that that is something that you know I, the burnt out feeling is also like logically in my head knowing things are going great and then in my heart and in my guts just being like i can't i can't even be thankful for this thing that i i know is positive 
because I, I just I'm so tired. That ties into some conversations I've had with clients about they're like, I'm tired of self-care. I'm tired of resiliency. When is someone going to take care of me? Oh, that is one, when do I not have to do the work? That is one thing. I've been doing the work for so long. Yes, yes. So, so much, so much work. And it is work. That is one thing in the article, the Vice article that I really like. It does explicitly state that losing your shit, breaking down, bawling your eyes out, spending, you know, 72 hours in bed, uh, you know, calling up your friend and losing your shit. Like those those are resilient acts. Those are beneficial. It, it's not, you know, expressing frustration and anger and uh, terrible sadness. Th- those aren't antithetical to the resiliency and coping with this stuff. We need to have those kinds of outlets. Um, but... Because we are very social and we are all collectively dealing with this, it becomes a super not fun game of finding an outlet that won't cause damage to other people. And that is something that I struggle with. Um, The longer this goes on is like regularly having a place to talk to people and be like, wow, I'm like really tired of this stuff. But the longer that that has gone on, it's like, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to, it, nothing has changed. And so it feels pointless, even though it, it does have a point. A release valve has a point. But then I feel like I've, you know, I'm burdening other people with this emotion that I can't do anything about because it's very externalized. And uh, trying to figure out how to deal with that aspect is uh, a new fun layer onto this whole thing. Um, and I know that that is not new for anybody who's ever dealt with, you know, chronic illness. Um, but, uh, for a lot of people, (laughs) this is a fun new thing we're dealing with. I've, I've struggled so much with balancing out all of these things. It's like, I'm, I'm drained or I got drained, right? Like some, some things were draining me. I no longer had access to the things that could fill those tanks uh, most easily. And then there are things like, I'm seeing a th- I'm seeing my therapist twice a week now. <laughs> I have to put up with stuff at work <laughs> to be able to keep my insurance, to be able to, to, it's like, it's, it's that, it's that cycle. It's like, well, where can I move? I can't do it all. I like one of the things that it, I, I was burnt out. I was doing too many things. And among those things were like trying to, take care of my own health and trying to support family members and trying to do my job. And also, right. It's like you do this. is I think this is, this is a, a part of it. Like I'm, I'm starting to, I basically had to take a break from a whole bunch of stuff and start rebuilding little by little and saying, okay, I can't put in like the, the willpower and the, the, the mental energy into all of this other stuff. And also this, like I have to start somewhere and I'm slowly building back up and trying to be careful because there's still a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff is very, um, there's like a f- and uh, not that this is new, to 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 my life or to me but there's a there's a fragility to a lot of these things that is very i think everything feels more fragile and i think that's because we've all had to really you can't look away at how how so many things are just you blink and Oh no, this other thing is over here and the world is falling apart. <laughs> it's it's like when uh, I remember when Biden won the election, it felt like like a ago. win, right? But it felt like like oh, like there was one th- there was another thing lurking in the shadows that could have been so terrible and at least it felt like this was less terrible and so there was a sense of relief, but like 
And that it's, was around it, the time the vaccines came out, and we thought, oh, that was going to be the best. We were saved. But but it's yeah yeah it's like that doesn't end issues with the government and politics and and mm-hmm. America being America, right? But there was like a sigh of relief. It's it's kind of like the two weeks you described, Laura. Right? It's like oh, there were two weeks there that we like we felt like we were. It was good, and it, ironically, those are the weeks that people celebrate, and then like like messed it up again, right? Like like we went. We, no, we, no, no, we no, 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 not in Cal- not in California. Like I was ready to go to Disneyland. It felt safe, um, and then they lifted the mask mandate, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm not doing anything." But but I mean, in, in general, right? The moment people are like, "Oh, I feel better," I'm gonna or like, "Oh, I'm not worried about this anymore," and then and then it goes and like that has adverse consequences um, 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 overall in in something like a like a pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they're talking Labor Day surges, things like that. Yeah, especially in states that don't have mask mandates. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to. I have no idea what this Nipah virus is in, in, in India. But like, I stopped watching the news. I was somebody who like, I was so proud of watching the news, right? Like that was one of those things where like, I am, I'm informed. <laughs> I was like, no, well, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm Everyone done. Everyone needs to limit some, some. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> For my own health, I'm choosing ignorance. I was very judgy of people who didn't, uh, who weren't up on the news. And now, I don't. I don't know nothing. Now you understand. Now, now yeah. you understand. I'll tell. I'll tell you when it happened. Well, when, when it happened, um, it was. It was on January sixth. <laughs> I was like, you know what? It was like that sigh of relief, right, from the election, and then something like that happened. I've actually never seen the footage. I refuse to. I was. Did you and see after the that, memes? I've seen memes and stuff, right? Like, like I'm, I'm aware of what happened, but it wasn't, I mean, usually I would have been stuck to the, and I was like, how is this? What? Wait, what? And then, and after that, I just stopped watching the news altogether. It's almost, it's this, um, it's like this whiplash, right? It's like almost how negative of an effect is it when you, you feel hope for a second and then it just yanks you back into, into reality. Like that has been... That is kind of, I think that's what got me. It's like, it's like when you, you're, um, you're super stressed out, like when something's happening and then oh, when you, you know, you, you finally, uh, relax, you get sick. Like you're, you're, mm. you, cause you're, cause your immune system's like, yeah. oh yeah, let's take a break. It's like, boom. You're not in the fight or flight. <laughs> barely <laughs> pass all of your finals and then you're sick yeah. all of winter break. Exactly. 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 It feels, it's like that has happened over and over again. Cause we want to be optimistic. We want to look towards the future and then. It's like, oh, no, 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 none of this is, oh, yeah, no. And again, and I'm like, and I understand how much better off I am than so many people that I know and so many people that I don't know. And that's a, that's a part that's like hard to talk about this stuff where it is like suffering is very much, it, it's relative, right? Like there's a lot of uh, research on that, right? Where it's like, yeah, sorry, like there isn't. One suffering isn't worse than another suffering. Like people feel it the same. Like there's a, it's a, it's more of like a, like a, a distance that you fall and you rise. Mm-hmm. The the starting point doesn't matter. It's the difference between the, the distance. The, yeah. Yeah. Between the, the, the point A and point B and that point A and point B can be, you know, it can be something ridiculous. Like, oh, I only have $180,000 in the bank. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Um, to oh i only have 80 dollars in the in my account right it's like um or yay i have 80 dollars in my account yeah i have 80 dollars in my account yeah exactly it's like whew, i didn't get evicted or ooh i didn't lose my yacht you know like, like those yacht. are it's it's something that's hard to comprehend right especially because some people's lives feel at, 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 at you know at all extremes right it's like you may not be able to relate to people who you would consider worse off than you or better off than you depending on your standards um but like loss is loss <laughs> and there's mm-hmm. so many and that difference and that and that hope and then oh i'm going to get more and then you have less or then you have all of that like it affects everybody at the end i used to describe um maria right like hurricane maria which i have not 
finished processing. Uh, and that was 2017. That, that's there you go. Your, your meme is like uh, Sam running, and that's like <laughs> Hurricane Maria. And then you've got Steve coming along on his left. And then you've got like Captain Marvel coming after him or something like Look, that. I, I left, right? Like I left Puerto Rico, right? So, so I was, I was at, in, there was Hurricane Maria. I'm stuck there, right? Um, you afterwards, did not want to be there. <laughs> dealing with all of that. Finally, I'm like, I got to go. I, I have a, an opportunity to leave. I leave. And less than two weeks later, <laughs> It's locked down for the pandemic. Um, like I never had any break in between, right? Um, um, like I was literally like my house was shaking every single day because of earthquakes that that had started happening when we still had no power. Like it was, it just all of that stuff cascades, right? Like like it, it accumulates all of that stuff um, adds up, and um, I don't. I don't want to make all that about me. I was. I was going somewhere else. I forgot. I forget how much of this is accumulating over time, and we have not processed it. Mm-hmm. I should probably bring up Maria to my therapist. I haven't even, I haven't even gotten that far back. <laughs> oh <laughs> a, damn! And yeah. you're seeing. Twice a week. You haven't even talked about the childhood yet. Um, I mean, we, you know, we're jumping around, but like, you know, the immediate stuff that 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 definitely counts. Um, I, I, I. I I don't remember where I was uh, going, um, but it, I, I believe I was getting at the break. Like, there's no, there's no break, right? We were talking about like for the last year and a half, there's, there's been no break, and that you're like hopeful. Like, I mean, I think, I think that's another example of it. Like, I was hopeful. I was like, whew, I escaped. It's like, ah, oh, damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, d- I mean, I, and yeah. on the resilience part, it was like. I remember talking at, at the office, uh, like people were freaking out about stuff. And I was like, I've been, I've had a shitty two years, honestly, of like nonstop um, discomfort, lack of living with dignity and just fear constantly. And I was like, COVID? At least I have power. <laughs> <laughs> Electricity? Air is conditioning? Not bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can download my Wii games or my Switch games from the comfort of my own home. Yep, yep. Wii games. Oh, without Jeez. having to stand outside for eight hours and uh, outside. Of... <laughs> oh, that sucks so much. Oh, for yeah. 4 a.m. downloading Mario Galaxy. Yep, yep. <laughs> Mario yep. Galaxy. Joy. What's up? It's not Mario Galaxy. Why am I so hung up on the Odyssey, Wii? Odyssey, Odyssey, oh my god! <laughs> I I was not joking about my sense of time being fucked up. I'm apparently back in like twenty. To be... I'm currently. Uh, I'm still waiting for a part, but I am building a new PC. And uh, mm-hmm. I realized the PC I'm currently using I built in um, 2015, so j- just a little under six years ago. Uh, your your time distortion is real, but you did at least say we first, so you were con- you connected we with uh, I, galaxy. Yeah, I was hung up on there, but yeah, no, I feel I, it's, I maybe it's just today, but it's like all day I've been like it's. I'm pretty sure it's just like mid 2016, and all of the terrible things that have happened in my life haven't happened yet. This is all just a a nightmare. I've, I've, no, I'm building another I, computer. <laughs> Yay, fun! We're having so fun. It, in addition to pretending <laughs> uh, often that things are 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 okay or or normal, how hard have you been working toward offsetting that? So, for example, I mean, you know, listeners can't see this, but you can you can see behind me. Um, I've built all of these models and Lego and and stuff like throughout the year. I, I found a way to like it's relaxing and that helps me be creative like i sit down like it's just that's me trying to do something <laughs> that i that i enjoy that i always wanted to do and kind of trying to like fill up some of those um uh some of the energy and and whatever whatever different types of uh energies and 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 willpower and mental energy that uh has been drained trying to like pick them up but it's 
it's also like I, I feel like I've put a lot of work into it. And in my case, I spent way too much money. <laughs> Trying to feel better. Um yeah. I mean, this is a while back for me. Like I said, in the last six months, I think for me, things have turned around and gotten better. I've seen my family more safely. We've been able to have thing outdoor things. Um, I have a regular social outlet every Friday night, streaming with the cast gamers, and that has been life-changing. You should, um, you should plug. I should plug. Plug. Uh, <laughs> I should plug them. Yes. We play every Friday night, um, streaming on Twitch and YouTube, cast with two Ts underscore gamers. Um, we play, it's a bunch of helping professionals playing RPGs and learning how to do the thing we want to do with clients. It's wonderful. Um, that's been life-changing, and I've been able to reflect on myself a lot playing that. Um, but prior to that, like I took up crocheting, um, that was to keep busy. I've beaten more video games in the last year and a half than I probably have in my life. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to take a big stance and say that is, that's the best thing that's happened right there. <laughs> that one. Lara has played more video I, games. Yeah, I just, I just beat the Mass Effect trilogy Woo! that I had never played. Three whole Woo! games. Three, Three hefty games. games. And most of the games that I've beaten are pretty hefty. You love um, those action and adventure games. Exactly. Josue and I were talking about it. We don't beat games, and I've beaten a lot of games. That's what the pandemic did for me. I think but, uh, I've gotten lost in story. <laughs> did the pandemic do that for you, or uh, did you do it to to like? Did you play because you just had more time, or did you? Play I had more like, time. Felt... I didn't have to commute anymore. Yeah. Or have social um, events. Or... or have social events. Exactly. Except for now, I have the standing Friday thing. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But I think back then it was me trying to make up for and trying to tell myself that everything is going to be fine. It's all fine. Now I think I'm less stressed with COVID, but being a therapist the last year and a half has been easy. (laughs) Relaxing. (sighs) The best thing ever no um i really enjoy my work i love my clients i love being able to at least give them some kind of outlet like we're talking about now it's a lot of pain and a lot of suffering and some joy i get to see the good stuff i get to see people excited when they're able when they get to do something new and um have an opportunity and i get to kind of live vicariously through them um So, but yeah, that's what's gotten me. And I have a few people I can talk to about this kind of thing. I have support at work. I have my own therapist. But I don't have a lot of people that I can just lean on and talk to about client stuff. So that's been hard. Yeah. have you been able to find anything or, or have you found yourself working hard to just like feel better <laughs> you don't you don't have to answer <laughs> i mean i guess you know last year i was watching so so many movies with Remy and we we went through all of those series movies um watch you know watched all the batmans and all the spidermans and fast and furious movies and final destinations um that that was a good outlet for a while um mm-hmm. having something to look forward to uh you know having the enjoyment of getting to choose what series we were going to do next um Right now, I am working my way through a rewatch of the American Horror Stories seasons. It's a lot. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. Of it's a lot. And s- 
so so it's the reason I was laughing before and as I'm saying this now, um I escapism is definitely been my go-to is uh and as i think about it i'm really surprised i haven't uh when i was a child um a a preteen and teen young teenager and coping with um my abusive family situation and that whole thing uh my go-to was reading i read fantasy books a lot um Definitely as as a form of escapism, uh, though I didn't realize it until an adult. Uh, but I'm I'm not really reading a lot for fun. I've done I've read a couple of comic books and stuff, but I I think I'm kind of avoiding it a little bit because I'm afraid that I will absolutely use it as as escapism, and I'll lean into it hard. Um, with you know tv shows especially which is more what i've been watching lately it is easy for me to multitask and so i can still you know scroll through reddit or twitter or whatever while watching a tv show um that's probably not good for me (laughs) uh but no i'm and that's probably a big part of of why i'm feeling so so burnt out is because i don't necessarily have those creative outlets that might be beneficial in this situation i've done some some little little projects um if you guys can see behind me uh barely up up on top of my shelf here um i have these jars these glass jars uh describing visually for our audio audience they are clear glass jars in different sizes that i have filled up with floral florist gel beads they are they are squishy and they are clear and um when you cover them with water they become almost invisible and so i put uh some of the beads and then a couple of dice inside and so it looks like the dice is floating um a very easy craft, but a craft just the same. I did a creative thing, and I've I've put together a couple of them because I have um, just a ridiculous amount of dice. A use for the extra clicky clackies. <laughs> I have turned my clicky clackies into art um, and managed to take something that you know took up. Th- it's a small amount of space to take up so much space, <laughs> so much. But it's pretty. But it's pretty. It's pretty. It's cute. Uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll post some pictures on the Discord later, maybe. Um, but yeah, I I feel like I don't really have the. Um, like attention span to sit down and do some of the kinds of art projects that I wouldn't normally go towards, um, cross stitch, watercolor. Um, I have some clay, so like little sculpy figurines, all of those things feel like I, it's not, it's not something that I can do right now. I don't have the bandwidth to even like sit down and set it up, let alone then do it and then clean it up because I can't just leave things, um, willy-nilly i live in a house with other people including a baby um uh that i guess that that has been the thing is i guess that that has been that has been a a positive thing is i'm spending a bunch of time with a baby which i enjoy no it's not for everybody but i enjoy hanging out with babies i find that um it is hard for me to be in my anxious mindset when i'm hanging out with a baby they very much force you to be in the moment, mindfulness style, <laughs> uh, because you never know what they're sticking in their mouths, and you can't wait to find out. You have to know right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I probably should build some Legos, I guess. Um, don't let the baby eat the Legos. Don't let the baby, no. No Legos for yeah. baby. Yeah, I'm. I'm still trying to figure some of this stuff out. I'm not sure how often I'm telling myself that something is really good and I'm not actually just settling because like the options that if, if the world were different or if, or if circumstances were different, I would have, I would choose uh, otherwise is that like, even if, even if 
at a conscious level, I'm I'm looking at it as like, hey, this is actually kind of cool, or you know, there's some there's some positive aspects to this, or there's, um, I see the benefits. Deep down, there are parts of me where I'm like, well, I guess I don't really have too many more choices, um, or of the choices that I have, this is the best one, and kind of how how that's affected uh, different areas of different things. Depression's a hell of a drug. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I'm thinking uh, <laughs> frequently referenced on GT Radio, uh, Zoe Quinn's Depression Quest and mm-hmm. the idea of, you know, we're, we're in this pandemic, we're at home, there's this whole list of things that you could do and all of them are crossed out. All of them are grayed out. There's just the like, watch the yeah. next episode of American Horror Story and read our Am I the Asshole? <laughs> it's like, I just, I guess I'll keep doing that for another hour and a half. Let's see where it takes me. Yeah. Nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Anybody man. feel better now? I do, I do actually, I do feel a little mm-hmm. bit better. Um, I don't know how useful this will be for other people, but it's definitely helped me. <laughs> uh, yeah. The burnout is real. And um, I think, I, I hope that at least, I think there's some shame that can come with that, right? Like, like because we think of of like oh you know things could be worse or so many people have it absolutely worse than I do or you know I could mm-hmm. yeah I mean like, just oh, grappling with like you know functionally in my life I've I have lived through worse this yeah. isn't the worst yeah. I've experienced yeah. but I'm experiencing it right now <laughs> and I feel a way about it <laughs> right now mm-hmm. yeah there's a compounding to it and. Um, yeah, I don't know if I feel better. <laughs> so if if we could convince like the whole continent, maybe to just take like a, I can say like a four week break. I want to say six weeks, but I will settle for a four week break. Everybody, we're not doing anything for four weeks. We're just gonna deal with our feelings. Purge. You know, that might that might not be a bad idea in general. People take a four week break. Maybe cases will drop. Yeah. Can you? Oh God, I don't want to do this. But can you imagine? Can you imagine if in oh I don't know, say April twenty twenty, if if collectively we all decided like we need to take a break, and actually had like a fucking shut. <sighs> That's that That's is a big part of it. Is form. is the more I learn about my experience in America and how things absolutely could have been different, how different choices could have been made and having to grapple with that is exhausting. Like it is not a Zen mindset to be all like, it could have been better, but like it could have been better y'all. <sighs> we can't go back and we can't go back. Machine can't go back. It's, it's hard that none of this is universal, right? Like, like people, people have, uh, the, the burnout is completely different, I think, for, for, for people. And even, like, for me, the idea of four, four weeks of doing nothing is more depressing, <laughs> right? It's like, it would be, it would be, that's kind of part of. You just need an v- online retreat, Houseway. I, I don't know. I'm. There's That's a, doing something, but it's also doing nothing. There's a yeah. What kind of retreat? <laughs> I don't know. The one where they helicopter you, you out into the middle of the woods, and and then you can you can just you can just scream. You can just scream into the <laughs> woods. I don't know. There's a there's a part of it for me has been somewhat of a powerlessness right that's i couldn't help certain people with certain things i couldn't 
everything from like trying to convince an anti-vaxxer, you know, <laughs> to, to, to an anti-vaxxer family member to try to take care of themselves so they don't get sick. Um, and, and then, you know, having people in your family die, uh, be, because of that, um, having just so many different things where it's like, yeah, I mean, you're, you're generally powerless in a lot of things, right? But, um, there's a, there's a big, big component of that where, um, you wouldn't, you would you don't know where to put those, those energies. I don't know. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot. Um, I'm glad we talked about it. I'm glad you brought up this, this article. I'm glad we, I don't know, which makes me think, you know, how do we, how do we address this? How do we acknowledge this moving forward? And how do we, how do we adjust to that? Because if something feels, yeah, like something, it's, it's been kind of off, right? That we haven't been able to, to talk about this stuff. So we'll see. Um, any closing thoughts? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, let us know. Let us know how burnt out you are. <laughs> and if you have any tips, what has worked for you? Um, I think I think it'll be good to yeah share your coping mechanisms and um, we have awesome. uh, on the Discord screaming to the void we have yeah on the Discord we have emotional <laughs> support if you uh, want people to actually like engage with whatever your emotional situation is um, or you can go to our uh, scream into the void channel where you can just unload and people will um, just respond the with void the void receive. receives. <laughs> Uh, which honestly i am so glad i'm so glad we have that channel uh, it has been extremely useful to me because there's absolutely like i just sometimes i just want to scream it's so upsetting and there's not really anything you can do and having people you know they can't do anything either and um people people want to provide support but it becomes so flat and sometimes honestly it makes me more upset but when people are just like you know trying to do the positive thing uh and be emotionally supportive it's like sometimes sometimes that's not what you need sometimes you just need to scream and have somebody be all like i hear your scream mm -hmm. just give me a nod <laughs> just a little yep. just a little yep. a little little nod yep Yep. Witnessed. <laughs> Acknowledged. <sighs> Thank you for listening. Links to the Discord and uh, all of our other community spaces are in the show notes. For more Geek Therapy, visit geektherapy.org. We'll be back soon. Bye, everybody. Remember to geek out and do good when you can. Remember to geek out and do good. I forgot to say, mm -hmm. remember to geek out and do good. Please, at the very least, <laughs> geek out. Keep geeking do out. Good. Do good in the world. <laughs> Wherever you can, we need it. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> Bye. Geek Therapy is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to making the world a better place through geek culture. To learn more about our mission and become a supporter, visit geektherapy.org.